0: Let's get started. Look, I'm supporting you. Oh, oh, shit. oh I should have
1: mine on. Oh well, it's too late. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just got my damn that scary one in today, too. So I'm Oh, bored. that's funny.
0: I didn't get one.
1: I I ordered it.
0: No, it's I fine.
1: Nobody no, no, sent you, it. I you don't have to from. lie. You don't have to lie. Myself. I swear to god, it was like $22.
0: It's been so long since so I've talked to Micah, I don't even know his name. <gasps> this is oh my god, she's still laughing see I, I try to like be professional but it... this is slashers your favorite horror podcast about your favorite horror media i'm your host mikey and with me today is my esteemed colleague co-host and cohort aide. and joining us today is our very special guest in an extension of our podcast family welcome austin also known as a town from the frightmares podcast <laughs> boys say hello to the mutant goons from beyond
2: hello hello
1: did you just say boy <laughs> yeah. hello? Like, I know you, you copy did. my spiel, but you don't yeah. have to copy the whole spiel.
0: Uh, <laughs> I thought it was funny because I was like, oh. I, fr- oh, I was listening to the the anaconda one, and you're like, boys say like, hello. Oh, that's cute. And I was like, Wait, that applies to everything because she's the only girl. So I was like, I'm gonna do it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Whatever, it's okay. I'm an honorary. B- no, I'm an honorary boo friend. Sorry, I yes. kind of spit into my microphone. I got too excited that line, I guess.
0: Mm, I never spit, but anyways, how are you guys doing today?
2: Hey, you're the ladies first.
1: Oh, thank you. I thought I was a boy, but it's okay. I'm um, <laughs> doing fabulous. Doing fabulous. I got to see my my cousins, uh, twins today, so that was a lot of fun. Um, you know, because I don't have children of my own, so there's <clears> that.
0: Boom. <home. laughs> Well, you never know. Life's still uh, still going on for you, Aiden. I'm just kidding. I know you don't want kids. Okay. Um, <laughs> My eggs are
1: drying as we speak. So. <laughs> <laughs>
0: My
2: goodness. How's it Hello. going with you, Austin? Oh, it is going pretty well today. In preparation for this episode, I did extra homework. And not only did I watch Ringu, but I watched The Ring, the American remake. So I am all ready to go for today's episode whole bunch of shit to talk about he's all lubed up and ready y'all i'm ready
0: okay well like austin said today we'll be reviewing the 1998 ringu directed by the only fuck where'd i write his name hideo nakata he's also known for directing dark water the original one uh ring two and ring Two: the american version which i thought was really cool Um, Of course, he's done other things, but those are just some notable call-outs for things that are kind of related to this film or things that are popular that were remade in America. Um, But before we get into it, I do want to talk about any 90s films we want to give a special shout-out to. I know this is the last episode of the 90s November, so I'm going to ask you guys, and I guess I'll go with aid first, since Austin wants to be chivalrous, (laughs) even though this podcast is known for being misogynistic um (sighs) aid besides the movies that we've called out already or that we've discussed already this month what are your go-to 90s films that you feel need some love for 90s november
1: oh well we all know my first and foremost my go-to 90s film is the rage carry 2 because it's like literally my favorite movie (laughs) and bride of chucky you know those are my my go-tos for the 90s Yeah.
0: Um sorry I didn't prep you for this Austin um but do you have
2: some 90s movies you'd like to shout out Me oh I wrote down like 14 of them so I've oh. got plenty I won't I won't say all of them I just I wrote them down cuz I couldn't decide but uh definitely Child's Play 2 uh that was actually from 1990 that's one of my favorites and it's also my favorite in the uh Child's Play universe franchise uh Tales from the Crypt Demon Knight that's another solid one that I feel needs some love and then I'll mention two more, which would be, cause you mentioned Bride of Chucky, which is one of mine. Uh, I love that one too. Uh, so there's a movie called The Dentist, which is fucking hilarious <laughs> if you've never seen it. It is so wacky and wild. It's about literally a killer dentist. So you'll never see anything like that in your life again. <laughs> and I will throw out Lake Placid too. From, I think that's from 1999. And that's one of my all time favorite creature features. So oh,
0: I've, only s- I've only seen the first one. I haven't seen Lake Placid too. But um the no, Dentist... I, th- I think
1: he may meant like placid also. I'm oh just, yeah. Oh, you, I didn't even catch that. You are fucking... Such a <laughs> shit, Mikey.
0: <laughs> you know? My 90s films that I would like to give a special hour to is uh hang on, my notes. Um I had to like restart everything. Um oh, no. but and this is the course besides like Scream and everything that already gets all the ejaculate from everybody. Um but the Relic, Mimic, Wishmaster, and recently added because Adrian and I saw it together for the first time, Colobos. Oh, that's a great 90s movie.
2: Yeah. Oh, is that 90s? Nice. I have that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I still got to watch that one. Colobos.
0: Colobos. I don't know. They, <laughs> they say a bunch of dumb things in the movie, but we say Colobos.
2: Colobos.
0: Okay. Yes, because we are from the South. Um. However, back on track it's really easy well first of all have you guys seen ringu before or is this your first time viewing it
2: okay i thought i had but apparently i haven't so i must have been confusing it with the grudge or something but yeah i could have sworn i'd seen ringu before tonight or before today have not so this was new for me okay
1: yeah well i i've never seen it because i had never seen it before because i had seen the the remake so many times like, I've, I've watched the old, re, or the remake, say that again, I watched the remake so many times back when it came out. Like, once it came onto video, it was ridiculous how many times I'd seen it. So, yeah. you know, I never really thought to watch Ringo, and plus back then, like in the early 2000s, like nothing was really streaming yet, so it was hard to get your hands, I think, on the Japanese version of this, yeah. or if it was easy, I didn't have access to. In 2002, I was like a freshman in high school, so you know, whatever. And so, um, I have seen so many things on it, like so many documentaries. In fact, they just talked about 101 scariest movie moments. I think it got in the top like 20, actually. I don't know. I can't remember, but yeah, they were talking about, and then I, and then I wanted to see it because I saw that, oh my God, Scorpion is in it. Hello. So, (laughs) (laughs) uh, but, but yeah, I'm only watching Mm -hmm. it at the behest of Mikey. So
0: well yeah. this was my first time watching it as well and like austin i thought i actually saw it already but it was either a sequel or on, which is the grudge because yeah. <laughs> but not even the first on. because all i remember is a red bouncing ball whatever movie i saw was revolving around a red bouncing ball and my friend and i this was probably like 2009 2010 ish we're like we should watch the original ring because we've seen the remake and so we saw this movie that was not this movie, and I don't know what the <laughs> fuck it was or why I thought that was The Ring. It might not even be The Grudge, but I was watching, I watched that that interview show, uh, Hot Ones, I don't know if y'all have seen it, where they get celebrities to eat hot wings and it's fun if you like the celebrities that are on it. And they had uh, Kate Blanchett, I believe, on, and she's a huge fan of horror movies And they asked her, what's your go-to or like, you know, she said Sam Raimi, but she also said Ringu was the first movie that like scared the shit out of her. Like she had to watch it on fast forward. So Mm -hmm. when I was watching that, which was like maybe last month, I was like, oh, I should watch that. And then when the opportunity came up to watch 90s films, I said, let's watch it. I will open by saying it's really easy to compare this one to the remake, but Mm -hmm. I'm going to try my best to do like comparisons after we talk about the remake, because I think the remake does need some respect to stand alone. But in the beginning, I almost thought it was a shot for shot remake, because I was like, this is exactly what I remember from The Ring. Um, But just to give some info on the original, it came out in 1998, January 31st, 1998. It was on a $1.5 budget, which I believe is considered low budget. Um, and it made $19 million, which is pretty good. At the time of its release, it was the highest grossing horror film in Japan. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, the competition for that time would be Phantoms, The Curve, Deep Rising, The Lake, Prophecy Part 2, Devil in the Flesh, Starring My Tits, I mean, Rose McGowan, Fallen, um, and then the rest of the year, we had The Faculty, John Carpenter's Vampires, which is funny, still, actually, I was part of the podcast. I don't know if you remember that I tried, like, pranking jake into thinking john carpenter's new movie was going to be a sequel to vampires and he like freaked the fuck out and, <laughs> and admitted that vampires was like one of like he really likes vampires even though everyone hates it i was like oh, i was just I kidding i was like i, I love- was just kidding
1: <laughs> i love vampires oh poor jakey <laughs>
0: <laughs> i thought he was going to be like oh what the fuck because there was that article that john Carpenter's going to come back for two more movies before he finally retires anyways oh okay yeah Bride of Chucky, Strangeland, Urban Legend, Halloween, H20, starring my future husband, Josh Hartnett. Hartnett. Nene. Hartnett. Yeah. Blade. Uh-huh. Um, Psycho. Carnival of Souls, the remake, which was terrible. Spiral. I Still Know What You Did Last Summer. Species 2, Apt People. Sometimes They Come Back for More. Children of the Corn, part five, starring Eva Mendez. I see we want a special call out for the Latinas. Bye. Practical Magic. Disturbing Behavior, Phantasm 4, Deep Impact, Practical Magic, the X, oh, Practical Magic on their five uh, twice, 8, I swear to God, the X-Files, Scooby-Doo <laughs> on Zombie Island. Um, but I, looking at this list, this is, I don't know if it's considered competition because I don't know if Ringu had a theatrical release. Maybe like in Japan they took some of these movies and showed them there, but I don't think they actually showed Ringu here unless I just wasn't paying attention. Um, do y'all know if they did or not?
2: i would be it's tough to say you know i mean it seems like it would be something they might but i don't know the film was totally different back in like 2002 or 1999 i mean shit so i don't know if it was that common to have foreign movies to play in theaters so it's yeah. possible but if you know, it might have been very limited if it did because if it did well over there then they might have brought it over here but I'm not sure though that would be something to definitely look into
1: no, I think if it did well enough over there, that's what kind of sparked. I was reading; it sparked the American remakes, and, right. and not just, not just of this film, but of Juwan and and Dark Water and all of those other films, right? So, I don't really think that they were playing like commercially here the way they would have been playing in Japan and probably other Asian country, other Asian countries, simply because we have the remakes here. So those. I don't know. I don't know. That's actually a good question. We probably should have done more research, but you know, this is what yeah. I got to. Hello. Research me, okay. search. Google Doc over here. That, that was me. So you wouldn't have all that pertinent information if it wasn't for me and my the fact that I have no life. Anyway,
0: <laughs> I would have had it because I said specifically, I will write up the notes tomorrow. And then Adrian comes around behind me, like the sneaky Hispanic Latina woman she is, and says. Oi, I already put it up there on the Google Docs. And so that was my impression of Abe. Um, How
1: do I sound like Scarface?
0: <laughs> you, you sound like Cartman's okay. J-Lo. Taco, taco, um, burrito. Um, taco flavor, keezies. Um, But anyways. So, <clears throat> I can say that because I am Mexican. Austin, yeah, you can say fine. that because I give you the pass. Um, oh, Austin's like I'm not saying that. <laughs> <laughs> no matter what you say. Mike. No. Um,
2: um,
1: again, it's Hispanic, not his piece. So
0: exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, the runtime is 95 minutes, um, and so just speaking about this original because I don't, I haven't seen any of the sequels. I think I saw the American sequels, but I haven't seen the Japanese sequels. Um, but watching Ringu, the first thing that I noticed was the cinematography is like very vibrant, um, and beautiful. I really liked the way that it looked. Mm -hmm. Um, the concept is original for that film at that time. As we know, it continued on with a bunch of long haired girl phenomenons killing people. Um, and then the original, this one goes a lot deeper into Sadako, I believe that's her name, right? Um, Yeah. It goes into her background a lot more, which I thought was cool. Um, and then one thing that I noticed is they really like to emphasize that she didn't have nails because they came off when she was digging herself out. And I thought that was really effective also, that like her hands looked like they had no nails and they were still raw. It was pretty gross. Um, but essentially, if you've seen the remake, you've seen this movie. There's a couple minor differences, um, but it's Unfair for me to judge this because I saw the original when it first came out and it takes everything that Ringu is good and makes great and I might get shit for that, but I really think the remake is far superior than this. I
2: I can agree with that. (sighs) I can agree.
0: And also, yeah, yeah, I agree. It's called Ringu, but they don't even show any rings. Does Ringu mean ring in Japanese or did we just make that up? (laughs)
1: <laughs> no, so when, actually, like
0: we do. <laughs> yeah.
1: When I would know when I was actually doing research for it, they they gave it different names for different countries, and um, the in America it's called Ringu, but that's not the name of it in Japan.
2: Uh-huh. And I
1: think that we, yeah, well, there was yeah, that thing.
2: happens with foreign movies. They'll give them like same thing with American movies. They give them different titles in different countries. So that makes sense that the original title for that movie is not actually, okay. And
1: I, I forget, it's something, it's it's in my notes at the top somewhere, but I mean, um, <clears throat> I just, I think that they, they did incorporate a ring in there because uh, the son was drawing it on a piece of paper at the very end of the film. So that's mm-hmm. really the only time that I really see the ring. I feel like it's a lot more prevalent in the remake, like the image yeah. of the ring.
2: And I mean you do see the you don't really see a ring but there's that shot from the well looking up at the father and you get like you get a circle but I mean yeah. that's that's re- you don't actually get like a ring you know you just get that that POV of the well so it's not mm-hmm. really entirely the same thing but yeah But I think
0: that's like speaking on behalf of the remake I think that's brilliant cuz you have all this imagery of the ring and then when the girls or when the anybody dies <clears throat> the ring like a ring essentially like blows up in their face And then you finally realize that when the ring is the sun coming through the top of the well. Yeah. Um, And so I thought that was really cool. So just kind of another example of why the remake is superior than... Japanese does a lot of things better than we do. Yeah. this movie isn't one of them.
1: (laughs) And that's the thing. I was a little disappointed because when I initially, when I started it yesterday, it was on Tubi. I go, oh, good. I'll just watch this because we're doing another movie for patreon tomorrow so i had to watch two movies yesterday i'm like oh i can watch this one first because it's on to be yay and i was you know i it was a gloomy day yesterday i dimmed the lights in the house and i just put it on thinking it was going to be scary because the the remake is scary the Mm -hmm. remake is one of the few pg-13 films that i couldn't sleep for days i kept like seeing her Mm -hmm. in the corner in my bedroom yeah. And I just kept like, I, it just gave me nightmares. I was horrified. Like that yeah. was, I don't know why that movie scared me so much. And so I was thinking, oh my God, well, this one's supposed to be way better. So I couldn't wait for it. And while you say the cinematography and the imagery was pretty, I think that's to its detriment almost because it feels very like a vacationy tropical environment. And there's not really, aside from the few times it rained, there wasn't a lot of like gothic or dark imagery in the film to kind of cast you into that like like being scared kind of tone yeah because even when like they're watching the 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 shitty cassette tape it it still wasn't even as scary as the other as the remake had done and probably because we didn't understand like the whole thing with the eruptions. So I think it's a lot of it has to do with our cultural differences as well. And so that's probably why I feel like it wasn't is because, you know, in different cultures, different things scare you. Right. So they had all of that wording and talking about the eruption of volcano, but we don't really have, I mean, aside from Hawaii, like, when do we deal with volcanic eruptions here? And also like, you can't read Japanese. I don't. What are their letters called? You can't read that. You can't yeah, read this yeah. character. I yeah. I can't read it. So I don't know what the fuck the thing is saying. I don't know what's going on. So
0: <laughs> when it was <laughs> and moving, <I'm> and <laughs> when they when it was moving <laughs> and they like froze it on the TV and they're like oh, you can't read this on a TV. I was like, I
2: can't read it. any, even if it was
0: clear. Girl,
2: I'm with you on that one. Um. It was just like too, it was too bright and cheery. Like it was like, it looked great, but it was also like, most of it was taking place in the daytime. And I'm like, that's why I think Seattle was the perfect setting for the ring because it was dark and dreary. And they had that like kind of greenish blue filter over the camera. And it just like that entire movie just looks, it was perfectly flake aesthetic with the you know subject matter and i just think the ringu was just like too bright and happy for like a scary you know supposed to be a scary movie
0: yeah and they didn't use sound to their advantage because every time it would say the date in ringu they would use this creepy sound and i was like yeah more of that because that scares me the scariest part of the movie is when the dates come up um i will say if i was to have seen it at the time without you know, if I was 1998, if I went to the movie theater and watched it, what probably would have scared me is her coming out of the TV at the end, um, forgetting the remake. But that was, I don't know if at that time anything like that was done. I know it's based on a novel that it was influenced by Poltergeist, so maybe that's where that motivation came from, but... Oh it's very creepy it reminds me of when we talked about um all Hallows eve when art the clown is staring at you through the tv and you're like the fuck like <laughs> that probably would have been really scary and i acknowledge that it probably scared people when they were young but again since we've seen it already in the remake
1: yeah, yeah. um and i think that the only difference between the rig rem- is the remake was scary enough as it was when she came out and stuff but it's a lot more dramatic too, right? They had all the bells and whistles for the remake. With this one her coming out, it was very slow and he, he answers answering the phone and you can see her coming in the background. And I think that it was just so much more effective than the remake. But I remember that part still being the most horrifying thing cuz especially when her hair opens and you finally see her face, right? Yeah. Oh. And the same thing with this one. And so um you know, I just think that at the end of the day I don't know. I I think it's just a cultural thing. Like, I think it's just that we don't, we just don't get what's considered horror there. Right. And so, I mean, it was scary that, in fact, that wasn't even the scariest part for me. You know, the scariest part for me was at the very end when she's, she turns off the TV or something and she sees the ghost and the reflection. And like, I scream. Yeah.
2: The ghost like pointing at the bag. I was like,
1: no. (laughs) And that's him, right? right? And he's pointing at the bag. And that was the scene in the video. And I'm like, oh, my God, right? Yeah. But, like, this one had so much more. Like, we know there's, like, supernatural things happening in the remake. But it's very subtle. And it doesn't, like, not everybody has a, a, plays a part in it. Like, for instance, this film, um, Scorpion has, like, ESP. And he can see ghosts. And that's why the little boy has it, too. But they don't really talk too much about the little boy like i feel like the little boy has a has a more front and center part in the ring and it kind of makes more sense that it, it, you know to say why he has these powers he has these powers because his dad has these powers but they don't have that obviously in the remake so i don't know i what did you guys think about that
2: uh yeah i i think i like the the Ringu they explained that that guy I can remember his name but I'll just say Scorpion that he had the powers and I was like oh that's interesting because um the boy had them in the remake and then you know Samara had the similar powers and then they also said that the mom had powers too in Ringu and that was interesting because Samara's mom didn't have that at all uh she was just because i think they adopted samara i think that's what happened in the ring or they said that she was adopted and she just started going crazy killing horses and all that shit so she like the mom killed her but there was no like psychic connection between them the two so i, I kind of like that they did that in the ring it was weird it was like they made totally separate choices in both movies but i think that they both worked to a certain degree uh but i did wish they fleshed it out more in the ring because they mentioned it but then they don't really like go into more of that that's just kind of a few things with uh scorpion and that's pretty much it so it was cool but i definitely wanted more of that yeah i
0: and that was one of the things i mentioned about kind of liking in Ringu more than ring is her background like when they're showing the video of them kind of quizzing the mom on being psychic and the guy who starts challenging her and calling her out dies and then she's like being escorted off and she looks off the camera and she's like, that was you, wasn't it? And she's talking to her daughter. That was actually really cool. I thought that was creepy. Um, so I did like the background story there because we we had like a different one in the American one, which was, eh, it was fine. Um, so overall, what was your guys' view or opinion on the original 1998
2: ring? Goo. Goo. <laughs> hey, go ahead.
1: Okay, I you know what I was a little disappointed. I, I expected a little bit more as far as tone and you know it being scarier. I wanted it to be scarier. I don't think it was. I think that you know, I think it was good for what it was. It was good for the time and it was something that we hadn't seen before. And you know the the author of the actual novel, Koji Suzuki, like uh, Mikey had said, you know, like got a lot of inspiration from the poltergeist, which, you know, little girl getting sucked in the TV, yay. However, Carol Ann was not uh, a sadistic murderer. <laughs> but also it's based on Sadako or, you know, this ghost or this this image is like based on, on all of these different um, like Japanese folklore or Japanese like legends about ghosts and the ghost of Anryo. And I don't know if I said that correctly, Anryo um so she's usually female and she's a ghost that manifests after dying in the grip of a powerful rage it materializes as a very physical spirit to seek vengeance on the living and so that's the same concept with juan or the grudge right so this is all like part of their culture so i think it's important to like kind of talk about that because i you know we kind of have to take sadako and you know shift her into samara when we get to the remake because she has to fit our type of you know like what would scare americans what would scare you know people from you know whatever so i just thought that was interesting i'm sorry i went on too long no no, no, no. that's no. good it's a, it's a really good <laughs> or Austin.
0: no it, it's a really good call out because if you they japanese and all other countries have their own folklore and their own ghosts you know there's the the woman with the big scissors there's a bunch of movies that cover specific japanese spirits and it's kind of like if we made la llorona and then we released it in japan they're probably going to be like well that's, that's, <laughs> that's probably a movie yeah like i don't i don't understand what's so scary about a woman crying in a river <laughs> whereas if you go show it in mexico everyone would be fleeting the fuck out uh but
2: anyways austin what is your thoughts? Um thoughts so there was times where i was disappointed um mainly with the parts that are more gory in the ring like the reveal of katie's face you know fucking horrifying has stuck with me my since i've watched it and then the reveal of the other things you know like um what's his face noah's face same thing like horrifying So when they, you know, and even the beginning of the the intro to the ring is very creepy and mysterious. And she goes into the room. There's all that water everywhere. She opens the door and you can see her face kind of distort towards the end. And then it just cuts to the next scene. When they did it in Ringu, it was just like, like it went up so quickly. Like the TV turned on, she turned it off and then she heard scratching behind her and then she turns around and then it freeze frames. And I was like, oh, is that, is that like it? Is that where we don't get like some crazy things? So I was kinda disappointed. Like, okay, you know, I guess we're spoiled because they made it a little bit spookier here for us. But then there were other times where I was like, Ooh, that was cool. Like I, I like how different they are, but they still hit the same exact beats at the same time. It's very weird. Like, so I really enjoyed that about the ring. So I enjoy or the ring goose. So I enjoyed the differences because I felt like they did a great job with that, but it just wasn't as spooky as I thought it was gonna be. You know what I mean? If that makes sense. So all around, I still enjoyed it. And uh, I gave it a pretty solid ranking because I still think it should be respected for what we got in America. Because uh, without that movie, we wouldn't have The Ring. So I, I, I gave it a four. Like, it was it was more of like a three and a half, but I gave it an extra half star just for like, okay, I respect you as a movie. So I thought it was still a good time and I enjoyed it, but that's not really anything compared to my rating for The Ring. So we'll get to that in a minute though.
0: Yeah, um, it's... It's exactly what you said for me as well. I was really excited to watch it. I was in the mood. I set the tone. And I was like, okay, I know where this is going because I've seen the remake. We got the two girls. One of them watches the video. Just kidding. No, she didn't. Just kidding again. Yes, she did. Yeah, and then, so I was, yeah. <clears throat> and then she turns around because the TV's on. And then she goes wide eyed and we get the freeze frame. And then we get like the superimposed image of her. And I was like, oh. Uh, that's what it's gonna be it's like when you're hooking up with right. someone really really hot and then you finally go back to your hotel room and you know they
1: yeah
0: they don't know how yeah. to kiss it's just putting their mouth uh, on your mouth and it's just tongues going like this and you're like oh but like you keep uh, going because you're like I guess this, let's just I gotta finish Maybe this
2: will go somewhere better you know I don't yeah. know just,
0: but
1: get it over with
0: yeah so just rip after... it off
1: like a band-aid
0: <laughs> exactly do the do the texas twist and then hopefully it's quicker done you know you can leave yeah mouth of the south put it to use and then get out of there but um <laughs> but so after right after that first part i was like okay let me maybe maybe we'll see something cooler later and then i was just kind of bored but I know Austin, you like to rate things, so I will rate this a three out of five. Um okay. But again, it's not fair to Ringu because the ring is such an important, even though it's not my favorite movie. It's such an important horror film in my life because that was the first time it was PG-13, 2002, right? Yeah. 2002. Yeah. So I was in it was twelve. <laughs> oh, oh, you poor summer child. Oh, um, baby. I would have been a f- either a freshman in high school or in eighth grade, but Boy. I saw it with my friends by myself. Fucking scared. De- well, first of all, I remember falling down the stairs when I was going up to our seat, so that was embarrassing. But oh, then, no. yeah, I know, poor me. Oh, you saw um, it in
2: theaters? Yes, bitch. Oh, and man, it, like, that's even better.
0: And for like every night for the next week, we would all call each other on everyone would three-way everybody so we had like a group call and we couldn't sleep and we were so scared so like that feeling and that you know me and my friends just saw the scariest horror movie we've ever seen up to that point it's ingrained in me and so it's not fair to like show me something what it's based off of and being like oh okay because you're right I think it's Daniel Panna Daniel Panabaker was that the girl from the beginning of the ring um, no
1: it, it was uh not her hold on
0: uh, I know i blonde or the brunette, the one that dies in the beginning. Oh, Kate. Oh, Katie, Amber. Amber. Amber, ta- Amber, Amber Yeah, Amber
1: Yeah, Battle. you know she reminds me of Hannah Baker too. Yeah, I yeah. Mean, I, I would have said the <laughs> same thing. Go ahead. <laughs>
0: um. So when she died and they show her face, because even even they're because they don't show it right at first, Naomi Watts is at the funeral and they're like. Her face, her face, and then it did that flashback. Yeah, and then it's a flashback, and she's like, and it's so quick. And like, you're in the theater, so you can't pause and rewind. So you're like, what the fuck was that? Like, it's just (laughs) so good. And the setting in Seattle is so good. And also, I don't mean, I'm not, I don't mean this in an offensive way, but part of the when they're watching the video, first of all, the video has creepy sound effects, which makes it more effective than the video in Ringu like when it starts you hear like that <laughs> So yeah. um, there's yeah. a horse eye because you find out later that something happens to a horse or that she fucked up horses um and so in the original one they had like this guy's eye that looks strange and i was like that's not a horse <laughs> but i think <laughs> so i was confused cuz the first time it was so quick i was like was that a horse eye <laughs> but
1: okay yeah i know it's just it There were so many more things that they had added and I think I think to its not detriment what's the opposite of detriment to its
2: advantage
1: oh my god sorry I had a brain fart brain (laughs) fart cut that out I think to its advantage the remake at least uh took what didn't work and what worked with Ringu and adjusted it in the ring because In Ringu, they keep mentioning over and over that the one girl that was her best friend who was with her went crazy. They keep talking about it, but they never show her. But they show a lot of uh,
2: they never show her, and you're like, why didn't we uh, go into that at all in any sort of way? Yeah, I thought that was weird.
1: Exactly, because we go into it in the ring. We see her; she goes and visits her, and I think that's more effective, and it was more. well-calculated scene to have versus in Ringu why why do we care about the student coming into Scorpion's house and messing up the equation on the chalkboard like who cares she was right?
2: in that was she was in that scene and I think one other one after that so like what she, like, she finds his dead she yeah, finds his dead she's not important I like, mean it's not no weird. It's so weird like if they anything didn't even, it makes I it thought... seem like a creeper who sleeps with the students that's what I'm yeah like that's kind of weird you said student why is she at your house that's weird yeah Yeah,
1: she's like bringing groceries and shit so what is she like and so maybe they're trying to imply that he's sleeping with her or she's like a girlfriend too at the same time but you know all of these like every Asian girl in this movie looks like 14 to me so I'm just like is there like it's just it's like it's weird it's just strange I don't know it was just unnecessary so going to see the girl who going crazy I think is horrifying right because when Naomi wants to go to see her in the remake she's a complete hot mess like it just shows you that she witnessed what happened and they all think she's a fucking nut now and I think that's that's I think that's what we needed for them to believe because I feel like the chick and and Ringu Asakawa I whatever yeah Asakawa the mom the mom yes um, beautiful not Naomi Watts <laughs> yeah she's very pretty yeah. but I think I think that like she was just like so like right away she believed it right because she took her picture and that was it like she believed it right away like I think Naomi Watts was still on the fence mm-hmm. for a lot of the time which is why she let Martin Henderson watch the tape by the way he was so hot in that movie yeah
0: he was oh
1: my god Martin Henderson what a gorgeous gorgeous mm-hmm. man he's all
2: lot of Michael.
1: And <laughs> oh, give I me just, a ring.
2: <laughs> uh, I just watched him and uh, X, and I was like, "Holy shit, that is!" I was oh, like, that I can't was him?
0: Yeah, yeah, he, he still looks between, good. He,
2: he, yeah, he, he does you know, look like, really good.
0: Like, still look he still looks great great. Um, Running
2: yeah, he, around in
1: his underwear, damn it! With mm-hmm. the cowboy hat on, I'm like, <laughs> "All right, he
2: could still uh, get yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm picking up what you're putting down, Martin. Now bend over. No, anyways. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. I'm um, gonna put this one. And also I mentioned it briefly earlier, but the scene on the ferry with the horse, that's a fucked up scene also. And also yeah. can we talk oh, yeah. about how the conjuring is rated R just for being scary, but the ring is PG thirteen? I'm sorry, but the ring is far scarier than the conjuring. I think-
2: i don't know how that got passed seriously i don't know because i mean there's no swearing obviously i think there might be one f because you're allowed one fucking in a pg-13 movie but i don't know how that is not r-rated seriously because every that's why we all watched it like especially me i grew up in a christian household and i was like oh mom i can watch this one it's pg-13 she was like sure whatever worst decision ever scarred yeah. for life she like, goes and, and, and picks up her traumatized son. Like... <laughs> Yeah, I'm just like oh it's fine I wasn't expecting it to be that fucking scary so I think that's what happened to a lot of us as kids we saw it because it was PG-13 we're like this will be mild and yeah. it was not mild at all so I don't nope. know how they got away with yeah. making that PG-13 but I, I know think it's it like is, when I you meet a skinny dude
0: with a huge horse stick. <laughs>
1: well you know what but that's usual though skinny guy anyways
0: I know so- but it's like you don't expect it and you're like ugh
1: and, and yeah, none of us expected it because I remember my uncle was babysitting us that night or just hanging out that night. And my mom and dad went out and me and my brother were watching it. My brother's three years younger than me. So he was like 11,
2: yeah.
1: I guess he was Austin's age. Right. So
2: yeah, I was 12, <laughs> And literally, <12.
1: laughs> and right after I, I'll never forget this right after she watches the cassette tape, the phone rings right in the film. Yeah, my fucking phone rings in the living
2: room. Nope. It's over. It's done. <laughs> Throw it. And, like, and my <laughs>
1: uncle pauses the movie, and he's like, "Well, that's fucking weird."
0: Yeah, <laughs> like, I actually, <laughs> I wrote sorry. down in my notes: there's something so scary now about the way landlines ring. I don't know if it's because of Scream and the ring and everything, or all these movies where landlines were like your worst enemy. But now, oh. even, like, on the cell phone, we'll have a landline ringtone. If you play it, I'm like, I get triggered.
2: Yeah. I think that's uh, pretty common for us millennials with uh, phone, phones ringing. Because it's usually never good news on the other end in horror movies. So, Nope.
1: No. Or spam. No.
2: Or spam. Yeah.
1: Um, um, And that, and that was another thing, too, I didn't like. That when she answered the phone, you just heard that stupid noise. Oh, and Ringo? You- and Ringu but she yeah. didn't whisper anything
2: nothing and, like
1: and the seven days is is horrifying like you know my my co one of my best friends he teaches at another school so whenever we have seven days left at the end of the year he calls me on my extension and he's uh. like seven days and then he <laughs> hangs up and I like there's just something so iconic about that and to not have that in this film it's just it's so weird strange to me I mean yeah I, it, and, yeah, and, like, and it doesn't call anybody except that when sh- they're in the cabin.
2: I was actually going to yeah. mention something about that. So, they did mention that in Ringu that it only calls in the cabin. And it, same thing in the ring. Because if you notice, she gets a call in the cabin. It says seven days. She goes home. Aiden watches it. But she doesn't pick up the phone. And no one leaves a message. And then after Noah watches it, someone calls, too. But there's, she doesn't, it's, there's no one on the other line. Or it's, like, someone else. Uh, it's someone else that calls. So, th- she doesn't ever call and say seven days again, except for at the cabin in the remake. And I didn't catch that until this watch.
1: Oh,
2: okay. I didn't but, know that. Yeah. Man. They subtly did the same thing, but they just didn't say, they didn't actually establish it in the movie. It just, that she only does call at the cabin, which I, like I said, I did not pick up on until I watched it because I was looking for it this time since I had just watched Ringu. So yeah. I found that kind of interesting. I was like, hmm. Well, yeah. You just
1: watched it. So I have a question because yes. I, I didn't rewatch the ring, the ring. I got watched. I rewatched it a few years ago because Dan had never seen them. So we watched all of them
2: because nice.
1: I think the I think rings was coming out. So he wanted to see the other ones before. Yeah. And so, like I said, I've seen somebody. Like, but what always was a plot hole to me, and maybe I'm wrong, was that after she copies the tape and shows it to Noah, um, she's still going through all of that all of those visions and seeing all of these things and all this crap still happening to her, right? But mm-hmm. that should have been when the curse for her stopped. So why is she still experiencing all of these things? So did she still experience, like, you just remember, like, she, she pulls the thing out of her mouth, yeah. and then, like, her nose bleeds, she pulls the fly out of the TV, you know, all of these things that are indicating she's, you know, Samara's coming for her.
2: Right.
1: So, when does it stop in the remake? Like, I can't remember because I feel like they still happen to her. But after Noah's watched it, it should have stopped, right?
2: See, that's the thing. I don't know if it's like a chain of events that, like, because, yeah, maybe it stops when he dies. But, yeah, no, that is, that is interesting. I didn't even think about that because if she did make a copy once he watched it, which was pretty early in the film, I want to say. So, yeah, then she shouldn't be plagued by all the... Imagery and stuff like that. Oh, man, I didn't even catch that. So, oh, ruining I... everyone's visions. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Ooh, that's, man. That is you know, interesting.
1: Because, like, that's what I feel like, because I think maybe in Ringu, mm. it didn't really do that to her anymore after uh, Scorpion watches it. Yeah. So, you know, that made more sense. And then the only thing, last thing I want to say that I think the, the funniest part of the ring, maybe you guys know what I'm talking about like when the tv hits her and she flies down the well right oh like, yeah it's not like it's such a like it's fucking funny no, like it's i always, funny. I
2: always <laughs>
1: laugh my ass off when she falls in the well and i was really disappointed that it didn't happen in ringu because i'm
2: like crap yeah, oh, <laughs> speaking okay speaking of the well because yeah the, what were they trying to do in the well in Ringo? they were like getting buckets and like oh i know i, I was like what? she
0: has three hours left let's find something else to do They're trying to just
2: around. Yeah, why are we fucking doing buckets? I thought that was so dumb. I'm like, this makes absolutely zero sense. Why are we taking the water out? It's fucking knee level. Just feel around. Yeah, that was ridiculous. Um... (laughs) Very passionate about that. It made me so mad when I was watching it. I was like, can we just, let's move on. This is taking too long.
1: (laughs) And then she passes out. And that was another thing too with her, like her character, she was always so excited and like yelling and like just yeah. like I, dude just the energy was just not matching i think it and, was
0: very like 50s acting um
1: yeah i, I didn't enjoy the acting. i'll never go well, hungry from, again like scorpion was good yeah right but i think that's why he's in a lot of movies now. I think he was good but he too. was not likable <laughs> oh no yeah he was a prick <laughs> Like he was mean to her the whole movie.
2: Yeah, yeah he slaps yeah. her at one point when they're trying to when she's when she's or he's trying to get her to go in the well, and she's like, "I don't want to." He just bitch slaps her. I'm like, oh, "Jesus Christ, oh, oh, that's yeah. a little much." She wasn't like listening. it's a
1: little late for you to carry about your goddamn son that you banned and you piece of shit. Right. So, like, oh no, I don't think well,
0: he was even like one time. Maybe we should all die. And I was like, Ugh, please. Um, <laughs> I don't have anything to say about the sequels. Do you guys? Honestly, I don't remember them. I never, I didn't see rings.
2: Well, yeah. rings sucks. I can tell you that much. That's like the one where they try to modernize it with like a USB thing. And it's, it's not great. Ring two, uh, haven't seen in a while. I remember liking it, but it's obviously not near as good as the yeah. first one. But I remember it being like decent
1: so the thing with ring two is that i remember at the time liking it but i think it's because it was coming off the heels of the ring we were excited for a sequel there was a lot of really good effects in ring two like especially the way she's her contortions and how she's climbing up the well and stuff
2: oh yeah that's pretty that was creepy
1: so creepy and just oh the part where um what's her name wilma flintstone why can not i think of her real name um you know who i'm talking about
2: i know the actress you're talking about yeah elizabeth
1: perkins you sorry mm-hmm. elizabeth perkins when she when he she, they make her stick the needle in, in her and she dies
2: oh like, you know yeah. the air bubble
1: from the needle oh that like i hate that i i don't know why though that when people die like that in movies that bothers me so much but it's
2: gotta you know it's gotta be the most weird painful way to die like getting like that happen. i don't that's not gotta be good
1: the stupidest, yeah, yeah it's again. just like the stupidest way to die like it's so easy to kill right? someone like that like oh my god and so you know that bothers me but does it hold up no it's very corny the yeah. dialogue is corny the whole thing with the mom and the son where as i like i like the fact that rings strays away from them because i feel like their story is over like it's done and there's a ring part three isn't there
2: uh, not to my knowledge. Uh, there's well, the Japanese they have a uh, Ringu, Ringu two, and then Ringu zero. But it's it's just Ring one, two, and then Rings for at least that's I think so. Unless they did like a straight to DVD one. Okay,
0: I don't I mean think had, like, there a,
1: is the Ring series. So we have the there, Ring, we have Rings, Ring two. Yeah, that's weird.
0: There is one that I want to call out that y'all haven't mentioned, and I really enjoy. Have y'all seen Sadako versus Kayako?
2: Oh, I was wait, okay, I was going to men- I was going to mention that one at some point, but yes, I have and it's fucking awesome. It is so I
0: thought fun. it was going to be stupid, but right? it was legit and it, it had so legit fun. scares. Yeah. And I don't want to spoil anything, but I loved what happened at the end, like Yeah. That's a good one. It's up there for a versus movie and it doesn't get enough credit. So if you guys haven't seen it, I highly recommend watching that. It was on Shutter. I don't know where it is now.
2: Uh I st- I think I think it should still be on Shutter. Let me check real quick. But yeah, that's where I saw it. I'm pretty sure it's like a Shutter exclusive or re- Yeah, it's on Shutter currently mm-hmm. right now so you can check oh, it.
0: Oh. And if y'all don't know, uh Kayako is from The Grudge. So essentially this is The Ring versus The Grudge.
2: Yeah, it's like one of those mashups you think is going to suck but uh is It's so good. Yeah, it's just so fun and they just they really they have a lot of fun with it for sure yeah yeah that's a good one i'm glad i'm glad someone else has seen it because i was gonna mention it because like i it's not a very well-known movie you know kind of just like slipped under the radar so
0: which is so weird because i watched it thinking it was gonna be so dumb but i was like this is good this is fun i like this (laughs) me too
1: you know, if only they could have done that for Ringo. So, anyway. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, we are coming up on the hour, and I feel we got a pretty juicy, great conversation here with the Ring series. Um, Ringu, sorry we didn't love you, <laughs> but we respect for what you did.
2: I do have respect for that movie. Yeah, All respect. All right, Mikey, what would you rate The, the Ring?
0: Oh, four out of five.
2: Okay. Yeah, I'm at a I'm at a I'm at a four or five out of five for that one.
0: Maybe just the nasty sled in me wanted more gore. Like make if, it R. Yeah. If it Let's was R gross. we would
2: have gotten some Yeah, we would have gotten some good shit. But yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Well, you know, PG thirteen, but I think that the imagery alone and the tone of the film and just the yeah. atmosphere that it creates, it's just scary enough. Like yeah. it's one of those that you don't necessarily need all of the bells and whistles to make it perfect. And it's still scarier than The Conjuring, in my opinion. And it's interesting because even Ringu was rated R. So I don't know what how they got away with it for this for this film, especially yeah, the dude, fact that mystery. they show a child being murdered. And you know, once I feel like they they start showing murdered kids, that's where it goes into R rating territory, right? Because Samara, you know, she puts a bag over her daughter's head and yeah. suffocates cool. her, and yeah. it's well and it was just as visceral watching um the doctor ikama or whatever like do like bludgeon her over the head right and then, yeah but wait- the
2: sound effect was ridiculous oh Ugh. that sound effect was a bit silly. <laughs> yeah like
1: really <they're> like, <laughs> like yeah. wow
2: soundboard effect nice <laughs> yeah um, um what oh,
0: do you man. rate the what do you rate the remake aid out
1: of five? Oh, the remake yeah four four point i would say 4.5 out of five like it's That's really good. That's a good one.
0: Yeah. You know, and there's another
1: podcast that I follow that keeps like hating on Naomi Watts. And I'm like, what is wrong with Naomi Watts? I think she's great in that film. Like,
0: yeah. And Mahalan Drive Hello. Speaking of other podcasts, what I want to find, I don't know if there is any, or maybe, I don't know. I want to get. 20 early 20 year olds opinions on these movies to see if it still holds up for a new generation i'm not gonna show my 13 year old yeah i'm not gonna show my niece my 13 year old niece and have my sister get pissed off at me if she can't sleep so i'd rather ask if there's a horror podcast out there and you guys are in your early 20s let us know and maybe we'll do something (laughs) and get your opinion on the second half of these movies that we love as kids yeah yeah that will be good Yeah, but anywho, Austin, thank you so much for joining us again. It's always a pleasure to have you. If you want to listen to Austin's podcast, Frightmares, you can find it wherever you find your podcast, wherever you find us. You can also find him on Facebook. Uh, What's your group called? Frightmares Podcast? Is that just what it's called?
2: On Facebook, it's just straight Frightmares. Look for the skull and headphones. It looks like this. Mm
1: <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> that that that's for the video viewers. If you're on YouTube, sorry everybody, Mikey yeah. just splashed the camera.
0: Yeah, with my glorious pumpkins, R.I.P. Halloween. Adrian, if people <laughs> want to buy our merch, where can they find it?
1: Well, they can find it at flasherspod.redbubble.com. And you can find anything from hats, T-shirts, jock straps, uh, Mm. Mikey's signed underwear, you know, whatever floats your boat, has a goon show on it. Um, Jake has, Jake's actually added some new designs. So if you guys haven't seen him yet, get on there. Stickers, mugs, travel mugs. Pillowcases, clocks, notebooks, all kinds of bullshit. We have way too much crap on there, but (laughs) whatever. We just want you to have it. And so we really have no markup for it. We don't make any money on them. So please go out there, you know, get something cute and rep us out in public. That'd be wonderful.
0: Yes. Yeah, we do. Shit. Oh, clocks. Sorry. Um, Yeah. Or. naughty
2: boy
0: i know you naughty boy i know why do you bring it out in me austin Jesus, you're so dirty but you can also feel free to just share any of our social media posts we'd love that as well you can find us on instagram at slashers pod or mutant goons from beyond you can find us on facebook at mutant goons from beyond um and yeah and tiktok slashers pod Um, If you want to support us monetarily and give us a little Awa Awa, feel free to find us on Patreon. Just look up Slashers Pod when you go to Patreon. And we have tiers starting at, what, a dollar, two dollars? Yeah, one
1: dollar to ten dollars. Yeah, one
0: dollar to ten dollars with different perks. So look it up and join our crew. Anyways, we love you guys. On behalf of Adrian and Austin from Frightmares Podcast, we would like to wish (laughs) you a goodbye and good die. Bye. Bye.